Here's an honest question. How are you supposed to know what to do with your money? Very few of us are exposed to meaningful advice on how to manage our finances. Even fewer have the means to get professional financial guidance. Betterment is a platform that was built to do something radical, to give accessible financial advice that puts you first. If you're like most Americans, your money is probably sitting in a savings account, likely earning you next to nothing. Maybe you have an investment account that you're not really sure what to do with. Betterment can help you make sense of what to do with your money. Investing involves risk, but you don't have to know the ins and the outs of the stock market to start investing for your future. Betterment's technology will put your money to work choosing the stocks and strategies that are right for you because we know you have other things to do. Betterment's platform can even provide guidance on what financial goals make sense for you. Give your money a new home with Betterment, peace of mind included. Download the Betterment app today. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-M-E-N-T for the betterment of you. Welcome, my brothers and my sisters, to the Sister Speaks Show. Welcome to the Culture Climate on the Sister Speaks Show. I am your host, producer, and creator, Ayana of the Sister Speaks Show, Kingdom Child Recordings, executive producer of the Sister Speaks Show. My brothers and sisters, how are you doing? I hope everything is going well for you. My brothers and my sisters, <clears throat> you are listening to the Sister Speaks Show on demand. So whatever time you are listening to the Sister Speaks Show... I hope everything is going well for you. I hope everything is manifesting for you so far in the way that you have prayed for it to do so. I want you to hold on and I want you to hold out because change is on the way and this too shall pass. My brothers and sisters, you are listening to a six segment podcast. And this is all for all of my first time listeners. We are a six segment podcast that is syndicated on Amazon Alexa. Shout out. And so... On the Sister Speak Show, you can catch the platform coming to the stage, the search effort, the culture climate, the tour, 
the laugh line, my brothers and sisters. And I'm so excited about that. And on those segments, you can catch special guest interviews, live performances, in-studio interviews, and live on-location reports. The special guests who will be on the Sister Speak show are dynamic and they are impacting the communities with their passions. The Sister Speak show is a talk show that will keep your mind and your soul informed, energized, and encouraged. We are a cultural renaissance platform that influences a climate that is conducive to who you are and who you should be. (laughs) No reckless entertainment. Just responsible listening nourishment. We don't go dumb. We go wisdom on the Sister Speak show, and this is about making the known known on the Sister Speak show. So, my brothers and sisters, check this out. Tonight on the Culture Climate, we are going to have to understand that this is for mature audiences only. Okay? And I see you guys like Sex Issues Part 2. Appreciate you all for listening to that. So tonight, we are going to venture into the culture climate. And the culture climate focuses on the hues, hearing unique, exceptional exceptional stories, as well as the grit and grime that goes on. You know, raw topics in our communities. Very raw. And I, I hope that you are mature, and I hope you will continue to be the audience that can listen to the culture climate, because I keep it 1,000 on here. I keep it very bold, very raw, very direct, very real. But I also provide encouragement because I know we're works in progress. I know we have shortcomings and we all fall short of the glory. So, you know, you have to point it out and then you have to provide encouragement and and point, point brothers and sisters into the direction for the answers. You know, I don't know it all. I know I don't sit high and look low. I'm not almighty. I'm not omnipotent, nor am I um, omnipresent. Okay. So I understand who I am and who I am not just a vessel. So understand that. Okay. Brothers and sisters, tonight's segment on the culture climate is entitled broken while getting paid the history of prostitution. My brothers and sisters, the fascination of prostitution, the popularity of prostitution, the fact that there are young girls, young boys, old boys, old girls who are involved in prostitution, whether they're on the streets or behind closed doors in the sheets. Oh, they're on deck. Oh, yes. And you have the world of escorting and going into the champagne room and all these ads and back pages and all these other type of sites that you can meet a prostitute or where a prostitute can solicit for sex, for fornication to be exact. Okay. Sex makes you think when you say the word sex, it kind of makes people think that it's not that bad. But when you say fornication, ooh, we got to draw attention to that. So understand this. When it comes to fornication and the fact that people are getting paid for it, I find it very interesting that I can look on Instagram or any social media outlet and see prostitutes, brag, women who prostitute, bragging about how they have their paper up, their money how they are stacking their chips, how, you know, get like them, boss up, you know, this is what I do, you know, don't hate on me, God has blessed me. Now, God has blessed you to breathe, yes, 
but God has not blessed you to hoe. <laughs> he just hasn't, brothers and sisters. I'm talking to the male hoe and the female hoe. He has not blessed you to do that. Okay, what you're doing is getting in the trenches, my brothers and my sisters, to make some money. And you have been led astray by the wiles of the enemy to get into the darkness of fornication. Okay, I don't care if you make $5,000 in an hour. You had to let somebody do some nasty things to you, disrespectful things to you in order to get that. See... They always want to show the money, right? They always want to floss on you, right? You know, you you look on IG and there's somebody just counting stacks of hundreds and twenties and fifties and telling you get like me and all this other type of stuff. But what I want to know is why don't you film what you did to get it, sis? Bruh, why don't you film that? You know why? Because it's too graphic. It's too disgusting. It's too, it's too horrible. Okay, that's why. You don't want to tell everybody how you had to wipe your forehead for about 15 minutes because uh, the ejaculation had crusted up on your forehead. I told you to buckle your seatbelts. I told you this was for mature audiences only. You don't want to tell anybody how you're bleeding. You don't want to tell anybody how your anus is uh, no longer intact and all the blood vessels in it have been broken and have been damaged and how now your colon is out of whack because, you know, you're doing things uh, to, to get money and uh, through sodomy in your prostitution, whether you're male or female, you know. I just This is just an FYI, or really an FYA for your A. <laughs> um, listen, brothers and sisters, your anus is for... Using the bathroom only. It's not to be penetrated. And I don't care what it what what you could drum up to say it feels like. That's a violation. It's like off limits. But people engage in it and there are consequences. So when you're engaging in these acts and you're getting paid to, you know, you're 16, you're sleeping with a 42-year-old, whether you're a male or female, or whether you're a, a, a John or a Jane, <laughs> you know, you're, you're, you're perusing, looking for a good time. My gosh. And all of the money that you get is not worth the shame, the demons, the isolation, the dangerous excuse me, the dangers that are associated with prostitution. And, 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 and our people, our people, we glorify it. We glorify it. And we've got to stop. Our brothers and sisters are better than standing on a corner, better than going from hotel to hotel, better than getting in a car and and, 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 and getting paid to give fellatio. And it's so funny. Have you ever talked? Because I've talked to hoes. I've talked to women that are prostitutes. I have. And did you know that they can do something and not even know what they're doing? For instance, fellatio is the term for oral sex. And if you ask a prostitute, so you do fellatio, Ugh, what's that? 
Okay, wait, wait. Ugh, what's that? That's 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 what you do. I don't do no dang fellatio, so you don't do oral sex? Oh, I didn't know that's what it called. Girl, all you had to do is say that's just sucking. Mm. You know, and it's just like, oh, gosh, that's so vulgar within itself. Do you all remember being in school and you would come to school the next day to find out that somebody had performed fellatio on a classmate of yours? You know, and then you always get it on the desk, you know, uh, Lawanda sucks penis. Well, you know, they use the word D-I-C-K. Have you ever run into those in the bathroom where you could just find out it all out? And sometimes that's not, you know, you know, we know that some things that are written down on bathroom walls aren't necessarily true, you know. But it's so amazing how when you use the terms, they don't even know what they're doing. You know, I, I, I overheard a girl saying one time that she would she would do fellatio for four hundred dollars. Okay. Uh, no, thank you. Yeah, at all. You know, and so anyway, brothers and sisters, you know, when it comes to prostitution in our in our communities, we're in an epidemic, and the results of rape. Kidnapping, drug use, loss of innocence, loss of perspective, loss of morality, loss of dignity, loss of self-awareness, loss of self, loss of self-love. You know, this these these are the things that come with it. You know, and um, we we we've got to pray for our brothers and sisters. Now I don't know what leads everyone into doing it. Like I said, I, I I have come close to the sex industry and I know what what all can happen when just dancing. Okay? So I'm fully aware of what I'm talking about tonight and qualified because the Lord delivered me from my reckless behaviors. Okay? And as a result of removing me from my reckless behaviors, I am able to look back on my life and say, Ayana, you made some mistakes. You used your bodies in ways, your body in a way that you weren't supposed to. But Ayana, you were also molested at a young age. A few times. So that was an influencer on some of the decisions and the choices that I made. Okay. Now, I know these things were not my fault. I know I was a young girl. But at some point, we have to walk away from the scene of the crime. At some point, we have to walk away from the accident and get some help. Okay? We can't stay on the freeway at the wreck forever. We've got to move. Okay? We had the accident. Now, how are we going to heal? And so, I'm glad to say today in my present mind that my mind has been renewed in that area. That I no longer do those things. However, I don't hold my nose up and look down at anybody who is still in the trenches. Because God can deliver them. But I do know that the trenches stink. They're vile. They're wicked. They're demonic. They take you out of your soul. And you will run into humans who are vile. Wicked. That, that only want to use your vagina and your penis for money that will abuse you, lure you in 
and then emotionally abuse you and begin to break you down to where you completely submit to their reign of terror. Yes, everybody has a choice. A pimp has a choice. A prostitute has a choice. A John has a choice. Definitely. And there are factors that influence the choices. But I hope that the village will not look down on the prostitutes, okay? But we'll begin to pray. Prayer is very powerful. It changes things. No prayer. No power. A little prayer. Mm, A little power. Much prayer. Much power. That's what it's about, my brothers and sisters. We've got to understand that. These young girls that we see, these young boys that we see, they're lost. Y'all, they're lost. And instead of driving down the boulevard, instead of driving down international, instead of driving down Harry Hines with the look of judgment that is not righteous, the look of judgment that does not have a solution, Instead of doing that, why don't you start praying for them? Be glad it's not you. Or was that you? What have you learned from being delivered from being a hoe yourself? You know, you can still be a hoe and not get paid. There are several. Look, let me break it down for you. Because we we take the term hoe and we apply it away from ourselves a lot of times. Everybody's a hoe but you. Okay, let me break this down so you can understand. The moment that you engage in willful, consensual fornication, you are a hoe until you get married and you have to repent. Okay? Now, some of you don't want to hear that, but you are. You know, there is somebody who is documenting our actions. And so I know I was a hoe. For sure. Okay. But the one issue I had was other hoes. What do you mean other hoes? Other hoes that will talk about your hoeship and hide their hoeship. You know, the pretty hoe. The quiet hoe. The who me hoe? Yeah, you. You can't talk about what I did if you've done it too. See... We like to say, ugh, she nasty. She sucks such and such. Look, if you've sucked something, penis, okay, performed oral sex, and somebody else has, then you both are hoes and you both are nasty. If that's the case. See, you know, you can't be particular on who you're sucking. Oh, well, I've only sucked five and she sucks seven. Okay, so you're a five-sucking hoe and she's a seven-sucking hoe. I mean, you know, (laughs) you don't like this talk today, brothers and sisters? I know you do. This conversation is for mature audiences and you are listening on demand to the Culture Climate on the Sister Speaks show where contemporary meets vision, sound, and action. A talk show for great minds that create, inspire, and evolve. Sister, spiritual inspiration shared through the arts. Spiritual inspiration shared through Ayana. You know, I have a problem with other hoes that like to talk about other hoes but don't want to call themselves a hoe. I'm serious about that. So anyway. Brothers and sisters, we're going to take a commercial break. 
And after this commercial break, uh, we're going to go ahead and get into this documentary that I have for you guys. I'm really excited about it because it's deep. And not only is it deep, it um, it's very interesting. So, of course, I'll cite my sources and we'll get started with that. Okay, we'll be right back. Speak show is even easier now with the new abilities available from Spreaker Skill on Amazon Alexa. With Spreaker on Alexa, you can now listen to the Sister Speak show from even more places from all around the world. You also have navigation control. Fast forward and rewind podcast to make sure you never miss a second of your favorite show. And then you can ask for show recommendations like the Sister Speak show, where contemporary meets vision, sound, and action. A talk show for great minds that create, inspire, and evolve. The latest episode of The Search Effort is now available on demand on the Sister Speak show. Dorothy and the Crooked Brick Road, the Dorothy Williams story. Let's find out what happened to the Tin Man, the Scarecrow, and the Cowardly Lion when they ran into Dorothy in Chicago. From The Search Effort, hosted by Ayanna Holloman, the Sister Speak show, live and on demand Sunday through Sunday, where contemporary meets, vision, sound, and action. A talk show for great minds that create, inspire, and evolve. Brothers and sisters, welcome back. You are listening on demand to the culture climate. I know some of you are like, "Uh uh-oh, here we go, look. I just got to keep it 100 with you. You know, this is just the real talk. So anyway, brothers and sisters, I have a clip. And this is called, this is a prostitution documentary. It's off of documentary, excuse me, documentary HD, a page on YouTube. And it is presented by the Discovery Channel. Okay, so the original source is the Discovery Channel. I then picked it up off of Documentary HD on YouTube, citing my sources. And I just want you to listen to this documentary and then we'll wrap things up. And, uh, you know, I just appreciate you listening. I know that you all have your opinions about prostitutions. And I know some of you are from the I like it, I love it era. If you like it, I love it era. Some of you like whatever floats your boat era. And some of you like, you know what? I spent a lot of time using my body unnecessarily and I am awake now. I realized that I should not have carried myself in that manner. And I realized that I lost some dignity along the way as a result of sharing myself and not waiting for my husband or waiting for my wife. Some of you have already repented. I just don't want those of you who have not repented to go ahead walking around as if there's no accountability that you're supposed to have. I want you to be the best that you can be. I want you to be able to use your body in a manner that it was created for. I want your body to be loved and caressed and kissed on and all the wonderful things that come and penetrated. I do by your husband or by your wife. Okay. I'm speaking to the virgins. I'm speaking to the ones who've done it one time and said, you know what, never again. I'm speaking to the ones who have decided to become celibate, to the ones who are abstaining. There's nothing wrong with that. Shout out to you if you are still a virgin. Shout out to you if you are celibate. Shout out, shout out to you if you are abstaining. Whether you are a male or a female, I applaud you and salute you and hold on, my sister, hold on to my, hold on, my brother. No matter how much temptation is around, no how, no matter how much 
in, in uh, sexual influences are all over the place. I want to encourage you to hold fast and, and, and be steadfast and unmovable in your resolve to hold on to your virginity until you get married. God honors that and he will bless you for that. I did not do that. The only thing I was able to do was to become celibate. But if I had it over to do again, I would have, been, would have stayed a virgin. I would have not have ever done any of the things that I have done. Okay, and I mean that I am thoroughly disgusted with how I have behaved in the past. I'm thoroughly upset with myself about how much time I wasted being a sinner. Okay, how much time I wasted embarrassing God, how much time I wasted creating nothing but trouble for myself, mental pits, spiritual pits, physical pits. Okay, I'm being honest about myself today. I was born My mother was a virgin when she got married, and so was my father. They've only known each other, you know? And so I want to make sure I can do that for my children, instill in them the sex ed without the whole don't have sex, and without any education, without any wisdom, without any why. I want to be very hands-on with my children. That's what it's about. It's about the babies. It's about the teenagers. It's about the young adults. It's about the old adults. It's about my human brothers and sisters. Okay? And for those of you who are suffering from sexual dysfunctions that lead you to do things that you regret doing the moment you ejaculate, the moment you climax, I'm praying for you that the strongholds will come off of you. I rebuke you, Satan, in the name of the Most High God and His Son, the Christ, and I plead the blood of Jesus over my brothers and sisters today. I rebuke you, the demon of incubus. I rebuke you, the demon of succubus. I rebuke you, the demon of nightmare. That you will no longer haunt my brothers and sisters and influence them and create um, nasty imaginations that roll through their mind that make them feel like they have to act out. I rebuke you. Go into the pit of hell from which you come from right now. Remove your hand off my brothers and my sisters that they will be chastened of the Lord and that they will be in their right minds and that they will that the Lord, you know, like, like take the desires to fornicate away until they get married. I know some of you didn't want to hear that, but you'll thank me later. Okay, brothers and sisters, let's get right into this. The prostitution documentary, and this is off of Documentary HD, originally created by Discovery Channel. Let's get it. Let's go. This program contains sexual content that is not intended for younger viewers. Tonight on American Underworld. Used to run the streets. Your number one goal is to take care of daddy. The daddy's taken care of, I'm taken care of. But the business is changing. And I don't promote prostitution. I'm the solution to prostitution. I'm basically saying I'm looking for a gentleman. And girls may not even need pimps anymore. I have sex and I get paid for it, so it's great. But one thing never changes. The lure of money keeps men and women in the game. I'm addicted to it. I'm going deep into this underworld to explore America's sex trade from the inside. I'm Mark Allen Johnson, and I'm a photojournalist. My work has appeared worldwide in publications such as Newsweek and Time Magazine. I've got exclusive access to 
some of the most secretive and dangerous subcultures imaginable. And I'm taking you out of your comfort zone and inside to the heart of the American underworld.
he still knows all the key people in the game. He's been a great player, man. 37 or 38 years. Yeah. That's a long relationship. That's a long relationship. I need to get inside the bishop's head so I can know more about how this kind of pimp operates. Yeah, the bishop. In my work as a photojournalist, I've spent time in this world. The bishop will want to see that I can hold my own before he gives me access to working pimps. Bishop. How you doing? How you doing, Mark? Can I help you? Can you learn something about pimping? The bishop is the most extreme example of an old school pimp. He's surrounded by his entourage and dressed to impress. Brought you a gift. Well, you did the right thing. You blessed the church with some holy water. Now, come on, let's get it cracking. So I know you're the man, so that's why I'm here to talk to you. Well, you come to the right place, you know what I mean? I'm talking about I got, man, 33 plus years. I was considered one of the greatest flesh fellas that ever hit the street. One of the greatest flesh peddlers. Flesh, female, body, self. So that I could have things that I wanted to call the clothes, the jewelry. In the Bishop's day, the streets of Chicago were like the Wild West. Prostitution was everywhere. There were no rules, and there was big money to be made. The girl sounds like she's doing all the work while the pimp's collecting all the good stuff. A woman needs a pimp. Yeah, because it's much harder to work that brain than it is to lift that chair. You know, to think. It's very hard to think. And see, a pimp has to be thinking. Women are always used to being told what to do, so when you don't tell them, then they run into the truck. They don't know what to do. So the woman doesn't, when she's prostituting, she doesn't need to do any thinking. What does she just need to do? Get him his, her money and bring it home. That's her job. And the reason that is because her property that she sells is with her all the time. That's her money maker. Her mama told her before, shake your money maker, girl. She just had to supply the money to make sure that he can stand among the top pimps and players and say, I'm number one. Is there rules to pimping? Oh, definitely rules to pimping. You know what I mean? First, you look at the purse. That's the first thing in the game. And the what? Purse, purse, the money, money. That's always on your mind. When I was seriously pimping, every time I see a female, I seen a dollar sign. That's all I seen. And you can't be sidetracked about weakness, softness. I mean, what you say... Is what you mean. If you tell the female you're going to kill her, when it comes time to prove it to her, she got the big daddy, please don't kill me like you said you would. That's the illustration it's got to be. Death or life. In a world this brutal, if I want to meet a guy who's pimping today, I need the bishop to give me access. You would never get a chance to hear nothing at even being close to them guys if I don't sanction it. It looks like the bishop will hook me up. Just be prepared for the unexpected. I'm on my way to see the underbelly of street pimping. Coming up, I'm rolling with a Chicago street pimp and his prostitute. I'll take your phone. Learning the tricks of the trade and dodging the cops. And later, selling the fantasy of sex the legal way. I absolutely adore everything about my life. Americans spend billions of dollars a year on sex, in every form. It's a big business, but it can also be a dangerous one. Cops swarm the streets to shut down prostitution, and John's buying sex can kill a girl, rather than pay for her. I'm in 
Chicago on the trail of a story about pimping, and I just met with the godfather of the business, the bishop. He's taking me to a local pimp whose girl works this street or track. So I want to talk to girls, talk to pimps, I'll hide their identity. It's dangerous, but Nico, one of the pimps, has agreed to let me spend the night following him on the streets with his number one prostitute. Just got this car. Oh, okay. The bishop did things old school in his day, but this modern day street pimp has agreed to show me how he controls his women. Go ahead and get some condoms and uh, get a call. Stuff, be prepared for things happening. When I say lay stuff, I mean, you know, whatever come your way, you got to be able to play the cards that's dealt to you in that particular moment. Like, this my main chick, right? So I'm really, really proud of her. You know what I mean? Because she really had to be down with a cat, you know? What does that mean when you say she's down with you? What does that mean? Like I say, if it rained right now, she down with me in the rain. You know, if it's snow right now, she down with me in the snow. Would you go walk out in the snow? Chicago, this ain't just called the Windy City, it's the Windy City for real, you know, ain't no telling what the weather gonna be, but it don't stop our business, you know what I mean, because we still got to have money every day. Could you do this by yourself? No. Why? I already tried, it don't work out. What would happen? Um, I've been raped, drugged, in a car, you want to know a specific story? Yeah, if you oh, don't mind telling me. It's a guy, he pulled up on me. When I got in the car with him, he told me he was the police. I asked him to see a badge and a gun. He, he said he showed me a badge. He didn't show me a gun. So as we were driving, we went somewhere, like by some train tracks. And he pulled out the gun. He said, now you're going to have sex with me. I said, well, if you're the police, just take me to jail. You know, I'm not going to have sex with you unless you pay me. And he goes, well, you're going to have sex with me. I'm not paying you. So don't feel bad. It's going to be all right, man. Don't even worry about that, right? It's going to be cool. 
Now that's the, in the voice, right? I can hear it in the voice. She getting discouraged. Everywhere she going, police everywhere, you know what I mean? Because it's vice night, right? No money for a pimp mean drama for a hoe. So she not feeling good right now. She know I'm really not feeling good. And if she ain't looking good, fuck me. You know what I'm saying? You know, I got another solution. It's too hot with the cops here tonight. The pimp doesn't want to waste any more time. So we move on to another track. Now what about condoms? Mandatory? Mandatory. This one is not lubricated. It's it's mint, so it doesn't taste bad. Okay. And this one is lubricated. So you seem pretty relaxed. Who, me? Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm used to it. You can work at a coffee shop. You can work at the mall. Why don't you do that? I could never work at the coffee shop or mall because I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see the logic in that at all. Just by me going to work for a coffee shop, is that going to make... It, it, that, that just makes it okay for society, but I'm still broke. I'm still struggling every day. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I'm behind the rest of my life. I'm addicted to it anyways, so, you know. What are you addicted to? The money. It's a rush. I like it. The attention, all of it. The attention? You mean the guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to know that, like, they really want me so bad that they'll give me all their money. It's fun. <laughs> and that you can direct them to the ATM machine when they don't have enough in their pocket. I'm in charge. You know, this is my job. But this is every day. My life. Street prostitution is dark, dirty, and dangerous, especially for the women. Most of them in the business don't live past the age of 34. Coming up, I'm in D.C. trailing a pimp and his prostitute who works round the clock for him. Good guy, the only pimp with a jingle, you know that? Ain't no gang, but ain't good gang, good gang. And later, I meet the self-proclaimed black heft. For the palace in Dallas. And his trio of girls, all stripping for a life of luxury. Prostitution is still happening on the streets of America, often in broad daylight. So that hot girl walking past you in the street or sitting next to you at the bar might be a prostitute looking for her next trip. I've just been in Chicago meeting the godfather of the pimping world, the bishop. He has insisted I fly to Washington, D.C. to meet with his close friend. Good Game, one of the best pimps in the business, according to the bishop. Good Game travels from city to city, following where the business is best. He and his prostitute are only in D.C. for 24 hours. But I've captured stories at a moment's notice all over the world, so I'm ready for this. I've arranged to meet them at their hotel, and my cameraman is following. Only one way to be a pimp, and that's to have a hoe. You cannot be a pimp if you don't have a prostitute. You dig what I'm saying? Who gonna go get that loot for real, you know what I mean? When we first came in the room here, I tried to talk to Seashell, and she pretty much didn't talk to me. <laughs> no, she ain't gonna say nothing to you unless I tell her to say something to you. You dig what I'm saying? That's how real true stomp downs do, you know what I mean? They gonna stay in pocket. That's what we call in pocket, you dig what I mean? Can you ask, tell her yeah, it's okay to yeah, talk to me? Yeah, she gonna holler at you, Jack, you dig what I mean? Well, it's not that I didn't want to talk to you. It's just the respect that comes with the order you're supposed to follow, or you ain't gonna last, period. Okay. I called her a super, super hoe. You know what I mean? Like a super prostitute. Like type. Currently, Good Game has three prostitutes. 
24 hours a day, seven days a week, taking care of him and taking care of business. He might need some iron, yeah, he might need a plate cooked, he might need to run to the stove, he might need a bill paid. I'm right there. Yeah. Your number one goal is to take care of daddy. Trash. Brothers and sisters.
respond back telling me, let me know, okay? Can I see where you're going to send him on text message? No. <laughs> Are you too deep? Too deep. Only certain people are allowed to sit in at a certain type of business meeting. Right. Yeah. Seashell needs to finish preparing for her clients. While she's working, Good Name is trying to recruit more prostitutes. I've gained his confidence, so although it's more dangerous for him, he's agreed to let me ride along. So it's 820 DC, got picked up by Boom the Pimp, and he picked me up with Good Game. And these guys are going to show me how they recruit new prostitutes, and they're going to show me how uh, pimping works in DC. Yeah. Are you always on the lookout for new prostitutes? Always, always. always. We seem to be 50, 60 toes, you know what I mean? It's 10 toes for each. So you count your hose by toes. Right, so if you go up 60 toes deep, that means you got, got six, six hose. the cops and casing the streets for girls. More workers means less struggle and better money. It ain't as live as it should be this time of year. It should be 30, 40, 50 on the blade. Working the track is declining in popularity. Only 20% of prostitutes work the streets, but they account for 90% of the arrests. Pressure from the cops and other ways of doing business, like internet hookups, have sucked away the clients and the girls. Here your new path. Look at your new pappy that's gonna keep you happy, baby, right over here to your right. You know it ain't no game if it ain't good game, boo. Good game for the record. Good game and boom walk the street, not only to recruit, but to also show they have a physical presence in the game. This keeps other pimps from swooping in on their women. Good game for the record. You know it ain't no game if it ain't good game. Your future pappy that's gonna keep you happy. For a moment, it looks like the blonde is responding, but she's just going after a John. Calling Good Game for a ride to her next appointment. I gotta go take care of some business. I gotta go drop this talk to see somebody. Seashell's businessman clients set up appointments with her over the phone, and Good Game takes her there. He may seem like the chauffeur, but it's safer than having Seashell walk the streets, and he is willing to do what it takes to squeeze every penny he can out of her. 4.30 in the morning, it's just getting cracking now. Tomorrow, Good Game and Seashell will be in a different city, working their trade. Good Game has taken his business national, selling sex wherever there's a demand. This is how we eat, man. You dig? A lot of us talk that we did is for real. Inside that town car is going to be a high-priced call girl. Uh, through intermediary, 
these friends of France, hookups that I know, this girl's agreed to meet with me. She's very nervous. I've never met her before. She's never met me before. I'm waiting for a phone call. When the phone rings, I'm literally going to walk out my front door and climb into a car and just start firing off the questions about what it's like to be a high-priced call girl. The pimp used to be king. Now the internet is ruling the sex trade. Websites allow women to control how they meet their jobs, with no pimp and all the profit. For the girl struggling at college or the housewife paying off her bills, it's a tempting choice, but it's dangerous, illegal, and often lonely. Hey, is that you out front in the limo? Hey, Mm-hmm. You're spending money 
on him. Yeah, so if I spend a little money on them, they're going to spend more money on me. When you don't have a pimp, they want to be like the daddy. They want to be your hero. They want to be your savior. So they spend more money. That's what girls don't get. I got to call online and put up an ad. I want to get a new client, so I'm just going to basically say I'm looking for a guy that's interested in being pleased and has the money to do it. <laughs> How many days a week do you post an ad? Every day. It's a business. So you work seven days a week? I don't have to work every day. I don't go out there and everybody every day. You know, it's just my clients, and when they call me, they call me, I'm there, you know, and I get paid for it. So I'm basically saying I'm looking for a gentleman that knows how to treat a woman. Without the internet, you wouldn't be able to make as much money. The internet makes it a lot easier. It's just a lot faster with the internet. Adult services sections on classified websites are almost impossible to regulate. Within hours of one being shut down, ads just reappear elsewhere. The digital age is a haven for sex workers like Isabel and the Johns who visit her. How many times will you have sex in a night? Like tonight, it's going to be two times. Two different guys. Two different guys, yeah. These two guys are on business trips. They're pretty busy right now. And the other guy has to get back to his wife. He has to get back to his wife? Yeah. You need that many condoms? I mean, I just keep them on hand just in case, you know? So, I gotta get ready for him. Now, has he seen these outfits before? No. I mean, he bought me this one. I haven't really worn it. I probably should wear it tonight. Black Hef. He lives with uh, three women. 
that are his uh, exotic dancers that he manages, is what I understand. And this is kind of a legitimate form of pimping, meaning he does not manage these women for prostituting themselves out for sex. However, he does manage these women for being exotic dancers and gives them spiritual and business guidance as they live with him. The adult entertainment industry is worth over $10 billion annually, and the black half is taking his cut. Through my contacts and many phone calls, I've gained Black Half's trust. He's allowed my cameraman and me into his home and life. What's up, what's up, man? Black Half? Yeah, this is the Black Half. I'm about to give y'all a tour of the palace in Dallas. This is what me and the ladies of Team Concept have built and worked hard for. And this is the way we live our life on a every single day basis. I got ceilings high enough where you can stack two giraffes on top of each other and they still won't touch. Like them high ceilings. This is the master suite for the black health. Final staircase leading upstairs. But like Jeezy say, my rooms got rooms. These are the majority where my suits go, dress shirts, underneath all my shoes, you know, alligators. And you got the tennis shoes over here. Oh, I, can't, I forgot to show you all my jewelry. This is my pieces. Big pinky ring. Every player hustler must have one. And that's the cross that always keep me blessed. Because I believe in God. Believe that. Most things here were bought with the earnings of three strippers. Crystal, Kaylin, and Tiva. The foundation of this whole enterprise is something called Team Concept, where all the girls and Black Half pitch in to make six figures or more every year. Today, they're doing a professional photo shoot to promote the company's website. Could you, you get a guy as cool as me? Everyone works together, but they also live together with Crystal's son and Kaylin's daughter. One big modern extended family. All righty. Y'all ready, kids, everybody? Lord, thank you for this food we're about to receive, for the nourishment of our body, and Christ is our Lord. Amen. Amen. Black Half has plucked each of his girls from hard times and put them on a stage to strip. He is proud of his business, and he wants the world to know about it. Before they met me, they was a janitor, a waitress, and so... But what do they need you for? Ladies have $6,000 boobs, they're driving foreign cars, all their bills are paid, they're getting their taxes filed, their confidence level has boosted up. So I introduced them to the industry, into this money, into this business, into this lifestyle. But I can't tell you that what I do with my clients has nothing to do or pertains not even anywhere close to prostitution or pimping. Well, I think that when they think sex industry, they go, no, that's a pimp. But my pimp stands for power in motivating people. P-I-M-P. I'm the solution to prostitution. In order to be a pimp, you must have prostitutes. And I do not condone prostitution, and I don't affiliate with prostitutes. Coming up, you come down here, and three days later, you're making a choice to stand naked on a stage and make money. No, I threw up my first night in there. with my cameraman chasing down a story on a modern day player the black half and here we are morning two we're gonna see what the house of half is all built on the action plan that he's given the women to make a living a good living at that off their bodies i've seen this operation from the surface now the journalist in me wants to know how the girls 
feel about working and living with the black half. So every day you go through this? Every single day. You think it makes a difference? Oh yeah. You'll see the difference. What about when you go to the club and, and meet the fellas? Does it make the difference? Well, I've never met the fellas without them. Really? No. Pre-Black Half, what was your life like? My mom passed away when I was 13. I had Cameron fresh out of high school. Your son? Yeah. I got pregnant in high school. So for prom graduation, I was pregnant. So I've been a single mom the whole time. For the past nine years. My gas had just gotten turned off before I came down here. In your house? Yeah. Before I met the Black Path, I was a janitor at the county courthouse and the state probation office. So you met him at the courthouse? No, that's where I was working. I met him at a rap concert in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I was absolutely miserable. I was looking for a way out. So you met the Black Path. Two weeks later, you moved down here. Mm. And three days later, you were dancing. Yep. Never even considered dancing before. When you I come down here, and three days later, you're making a choice to, you know, stand naked on a stage and make money. No, I threw up my first night in there. Really? Yes. The black half attracts his women by the lure of a glamorous lifestyle, like pimps do. There's girls in the clubs that... You know, it can make $20, and there's girls in the club that can make $2,000. What do most guys want? Do they want to talk, or do they want dances? Most guys just want to Okay, but that's not happening. No, 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 that doesn't happen. So you got to work your way around that. Because they think, oh, I'm going to go in a strip club. I mean, late night. That's really what they're thinking? Oh, yeah. Especially when they look at me. They just want to take me out to dinner and... dollar signs. I sell the thought. It's like selling a box of air. I sell the thought of wanting to have sex with me. But selling this idea comes with consequences. Do you have a boyfriend? No. So would he be the closest thing to a boyfriend? Yeah. We just wouldn't call him a boyfriend. Right. Boyfriends in this company would just get in the way and be a distraction. Because then you got the feelings and the emotions and everything that wraps up in, in the drama, I wouldn't change it for the world. You couldn't pay me enough to change it. I absolutely adore everything about my life. Everything. How often do you find yourself defending your life? I don't. Crystal is living her version of the American dream. And if you saw her in her luxury SUV, you might think she's just another rich Dallas housewife. Where did you come up with this idea? Well, it's basically a system that's set up to make things flow smoothly and make people work together and come into one common bond. We're not, I tell people all the time, we're not focused on sex. Because if you see these women and you see me, you're like, man, you gotta be banging those girls. That's what everybody thinks. area and the strip clubs are huge 
Tonight's club has two showrooms, six bars, and a lot of private rooms. On a good night, there could be hundreds of men and thousands of dollars to be made. You know, when the first time you guys went to do this, is this where you started to get nervous? On the way there. On the way to the club, that's when you started to get nervous? You can't call it alter ego because it's all me, but it's when it kicks in. It is your alter ego. This is your alter ego? I'm not me in the club. You're not yourself? No, I have an alter ego. Are any of you girls the same? Nope. You just become a different person? <laughs> wow. Does the black have your boyfriend? concept is all about. That's a big ten for Bread butter, baby. The girls have stripped off their clothes and put on a mask. They are pros, trained by the black heft to sell fantasy. Just like prostitutes are trained to sell sex. It has gone prime time, and pimping has been elevated to the suburbs. Sex is big business all across America. Illegally and legally. It can be dangerous and lonely. But business is booming, and some believe the risks are worth the reward. Brothers and sisters, you have been listening to the documentary on prostitution, and that is the end of it. You are listening to The Culture Climate On Demand. I am your host, Ayana. I thank you all for tuning in and listening to this particular segment of the culture climate, uh, very interesting details, correct? I mean, the entire trade of fornication in all of its levels is mind boggling. Anyway, brothers and sisters, we'll be back after these two commercial breaks. Brothers and sisters, welcome back to the Culture Climate On Demand on the Sister Speak Show. I hope you all have had a wonderful time so far. You know, I just wanted to share a couple things and then we're going to go ahead and close on out. You know, um, I really am praying for my brothers and sisters who are left alone, who are vulnerable, uh, that feel that there's no other way to survive than to just sell their body. I pray that things will change for you and that there will be an avenue besides one of prostitution that you can go down that will lead you into who you are supposed to be into your passions and your purpose. I don't make light of the situations that we all have encountered as a young child. I don't make light of the environments that we were raised in. I just know that our village is suffering tremendously. And I know that 
the fornication industry is heavily populated with our brothers and sisters who have gone astray. And of course, you can go astray in, in, in several directions. But today's topic is focusing on prostitution, you know, grow, going broke while getting paid. The, the focus of prostitution in our communities, you know, uh, whether you consider yourself to be a pimp, a player, whether you uh, are a flesh peddler, whether you are an escort, a prostitute, or whether you're just giving it up period. And I don't want to, you know, say giving it up for free, whether you are just steadily, steadily fornicating. You know, I just want to just encourage you all to step away from the trenches. And I want to encourage you all to come out of the pits. There's nothing like getting in the ring with the dark one, Beelzebub, Satan, the devil, and, and, and going toe to toe with him and taking back everything you stole. One thing about me, and I'll just be very plain about this, when I was taking... When I was uh, caught up for a time, when I was doing, you know, the dancing and everything like that, it, like I said, it wasn't for a long time and I did not make a lot of money and I'm glad I didn't. But the one thing I did do is when I woke up, I decided to go back and make sure that it was known that I was finished and a change came over my life. I do feel like I became a little self-righteous after being delivered from that. And then the Lord quickly um, reminded me of who I just was. And so I, um, and this was early, long, 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 long time ago. And with that, it just made me understand that, you know, being in, in darkness and being in darkness while having low self-esteem, not having the proper attention paid to you and just all the other influences that come along with our lifestyles that, you know, I, I just, I just understand what it is to get caught up and what it is to to go astray. So I just want to encourage all of you all to stop, you know, um, you're not a man when you, when other women go out to make money for you, you're not, you know, some men and women thrive on getting things out of other people, but what are you doing to get those things? Some of you say, I'm just running my mouth. I just got it like that. Yeah, but what you're doing is you're giving up your masculinity, okay? Man is supposed to live by the sweat of his brow. You're supposed to get up, get out, and get something. You're supposed to be the leader. You're supposed to be the head. You're supposed to be the provider. You're supposed to be out there working, not having somebody else work for you. You're you're, you're off. You're off in, in all of your thoughts. And so your mind needs to be regulated, you know? I just want to encourage everybody to understand that when somebody says, you know, some of these women have never had a father, some of these men have never had a father, and I'm just their daddy. I rebuke you, demon, in the name of the Most High God and His Son, the Christ, for the simple fact that you are not God. Now, I understand stepdaddies, adopted daddies, guardians, and all that other stuff, but I'm not talking about that. I'm speaking about the spiritual situation here, okay, because you are in a spiritual disaster, As I'm saying that God is a father to the fatherless, a mother to the motherless, a brother to the brotherless, and a sister to the sisterless. Get out of his way. Get out of his way. Prayer changes things, my brothers and sisters. So I just pray that the strongholds that are holding on to you will be removed. And for those of you who work in the communities, those of you who believe in prayer, those of you who know that prayer changes things, pray for our brothers and sisters, especially our young ones who are kidnapped, trafficked, or in sex trafficking, and they are uh, trafficked 
to Los Angeles, to Vegas, and overseas, you know. Um, it, it's a ter- terrible situation. And a lot of people say, well, you know, prostitution is the oldest profession in the book and all these other type of things. And, you know, we need stronger laws. You know, there are a lot of laws that are in place, you know, about sex laws. And I think I'm going to talk about that on the next show. Sex laws. And a lot of times we need to understand that there were, there's the law and then there's laws. And uh, we need to understand that there are guidelines put in place to navigate us in our thoughts and our actions and our choices. So when it comes to politicians and those who write laws and bills and all that other type of stuff, sometimes you're not going to expect anybody to pass something that they're involved in. And a lot of times you'll see some people who are outraged in in, in politics about certain things going on and they're heavily engaged in the very thing that they present to the public as an outrage, but they are heavily in it. You know, there's some places in all over the world where you can go and just be completely disgusting and grimy, you know, uh, sex places that you can go to. I rebuke you, rebuke these places in the name of the most high God. I, I rebuke the spirit of infidelity and adultery in the name of the most high God and his son, the Christ, for the simple fact that, you know, these entities are providing a way for people to come in and continue to stay in darkness and, and, and to continue to be filthy. Okay. So I hope that all of these establishments that provide, areas for people to go in and engage in lewd acts, okay, Uh, acts of complete, utter filth, I hope you all burn down, I said that, I hope you burn down, I hope, I hope that the desires to be disgusting are completely removed from you. I'm just being honest with you. And to all of my sisters and my brothers who continue to flash your cash on Instagram because you hold for it. You gave it up for it because you were completely violated and degraded for it because you decided to take an easy way out to to do what you need to do. Now, some people say, but you don't know my situation. You don't know my situation. But God does. And he's able. So I'm not going to sit here and let you lean on excuses of malpractice against yourself, sister, sister and brother. Okay, so if you are counting hundreds of dollar bills on Instagram and flashing in front of people and you know that you just got through hoeing to get it, man, you 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 are still broken and broke. Okay? And that's real talk. I have an issue with people who show their money on Instagram anyway. I just I, I, I don't understand why people are always showing what they have in that manner. I can understand being happy about a blessing, but we're talking about blessings, not stressings, not things that come from stress. OK, we're talking about actually the Lord did this. OK, the Lord did that. The Lord handed this to me. He made a way. I'm talking about real, genuine, spiritual, divine blessings. Amen. But you still have to be careful. But when it comes to your money, why do you always count it and floss it? Honestly, at this point, who cares if you ain't doing nothing with it to share it? You know, I just have a peop- I have a problem with the fact that social media is an outlet that people use to show the success, quote unquote, of their sin. You're not successful in your sin. Okay? And then you want to tell me to step my paper up. I stepped my paper up the moment I stepped away from that type of lifestyle for the simple fact that, who I can sleep. I don't have demons after me. I don't have things going on that make me not be able, you know, there is a glow that is removed from you. I look at these young girls who sit there with these long, 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 long weaves and all this other type of stuff. And they look so ran through, just ran through. Sister, by the time you turn 27, it's going to be rough. 
Some of y'all look older than me. <laughs> and I'm just being honest. Because God can restore your years. To the old hoes. 60 and up. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Ooh, brothers and sisters, this is real talk. We have to understand that we're not gaining anything by taking something from somebody or giving up something to get something from somebody. A purse, a shoe, a car, a house, a this, a that, or whatever. Look, God is able. And he is our provider. We're out of order. And until we get back in order, these type of disorders will continue to malfunction, continue to happen. We are malfunctioning. We are dysfunctioning when we're supposed to be functioning, my brothers and my sisters. And so I just want to encourage you all to step away from the darkness and come into the marvelous light. You know, a lot of times in order to be found, you must first get lost. Mm, that's a word for you today, my brothers and sisters. You've been listening to the Sister Speak Show, where contemporary meets vision, sound, and action. A talk show for great minds that create, inspire, and evolve. Sister, spiritual inspiration shared through the arts. Sister, spiritual inspiration shared through Ayana. You can catch the platform coming to the stage, the search effort, the culture climate, the laugh line, and the tour, all on the Sister Speak Show, syndicated on Amazon Alexa. You'll also be able to catch special guest interviews, live performances, in-studio interviews, and live on-location reports. The special guest who will be on the Sister Speak show are dynamic and they are impacting the communities with their passions. The Sister Speak show is a talk show that will keep your mind and your soul informed, energized, and encouraged. We are a cultural renaissance platform that influence, excuse me, that influences a climate that is conducive to who you are and who you should be. No reckless entertainment, just responsible listening, nourishment. My brothers and sisters, we don't go dumb. We go wisdom on the Sister Speak show, my brothers and my sisters. I'm so excited about the rest of this week tonight. Uh, excuse me, my brothers and sisters, this uh, tonight, this evening, this morning, whenever you're listening to this show, I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope everything is going well for you. I hope everything is manifesting in the way that it should for you. I don't want you to give up on life. I understand sometimes are bleak, sometimes are hard. Sometimes it feels like you're not progressing at all, but the teacher doesn't talk during the test. So that silence that you're experiencing, that stillness that you're experiencing, that uh, lack of of uh, motivation that you might be experiencing, you know, continue to pray and you need to drink a lot of water. Water really, really, really energizes you and it really provides your body to really function at maximum. Okay. I just want to encourage you to change your diet and some things that are going on. So your life will, you know, will feel better. With that being said, my brothers and sisters, I will be having guests this week. If you are listening today to this show, don't forget that on Sunday, the tonight, actually, I have a special guest, and that is Sai Asad. She is an author. She will be on the platform. I'm so excited about that interview, my brothers and sisters. Until we meet again, you have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day. Don't forget that the Sister Speaks show, especially the culture climate, is for mature audiences only. There will be language, thoughts, as well as rebuking, chastisement, correction, and encouragement that will occur during the culture climate. This is not about judgment. This is about facts, observation, and solution. Until we meet again, my brothers and sisters, you be encouraged.
Every day, Comcast Business is helping businesses big and small go beyond the expected to do the extraordinary. Because beyond a simple transaction, there is making a customer for life. Comcast Business. Beyond fast. Take your business beyond at ComcastBusiness.com.